Welcome to the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show brought to you by Odyssey. This is the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show. Just a heads up, episodes sometimes include content not suitable for work and definitely not safe for kids. Now available on the Odyssey app. I secret. I think you want to know. A dirty little secret. About a secret little show. Sarah and Vinny Secret Show, the first one from 88 Kearney, our new digs. Thursday, September 28th, 2023. Sarah, Vinny, Alex, Brinny. Brinny, I know you've got a million things going on. You might run out. Uh, Alex, mm-hmm. I know you're nervous. We're all good. We're, no, we're going to try to not all swear. All new equipment. All new stuff. All new methods. All and new routines. buttons. We'll get there, though. This is, you know, a couple months from now, it'll be old hat. We'll be all moved in here. The place will start to look shabby around the edges. That's how things work. Well, and it's going to be filled with other radio shows, too. It sure Mm -hmm. is. That's going to be so crazy to, like, see other people in the halls. Yeah. Well, and they're – I can't speak, say for sure, but we're all going to end up the subject of other people's shows – like I mentioned, John Allers in the building, and never you kind of went like, "Oh, nobody knows him." That we're gonna they all end up on everyone's shows, yep. whether we want to or not, that is in true. a good way or a bad. Let's keep it good. I would like to be on everyone else's show in a good way. Yeah, it's funny to see all the the bodies just going just by the window. Just going we're like, by oh, the oh. windows, they keep like <laughs> walking by, so and they're the ghost unfamiliar people. Like yeah. we're gonna know all these people. Mm-hmm. Although I suspect some of them, because there is quite a large install team here right now. Like I think a lot of the people we've been talking to for the last two days won't be here once the. I was talking done. to one of the engineers, and he said that he has a house in Sacramento, but when he's finished with this project, he leaves for Texas, no oh. Riverside, oh. and then he's he goes. I go from here to Riverside, from Riverside to Texas, from Texas to. So he's doing already got installs. doing the same thing, putting wow. in new studios, I guess, at Odyssey locations around the country. Who knew? Not I. But now I do know. Mm-hmm. And we're the beneficiary of one of these new studios. Yep. Yep. And a great new view. I love The, the view, view is, I love it. Mm-hmm. I've always loved Skylines. And while this oh, yeah. isn't, it's not the whole, like you can't take in the whole entirety of it. That's something I do usually when I'm driving into town. You you can sort of see it all and just, I always marvel, like just, oh, I love it. I know. And it gets me amped, like, ah, I'm going to go talk to you guys. I I totally agree. Like, I feel like when I cross the bridge in the morning and I see the skyline, I'm like, I'm coming for you, Severus. Let's go. But right now, we're in it. We're part of the skyline. We're we're in it. It's it's so true. It's a neat view. Like, you can, some spots, you can see the roof. And some spots you look directly in, you know, the middle of the building. So it's pretty neat. And it's right now, it's a beautiful blue sky, sunshiny day in San Francisco. So it's really cool. It's, it's pretty spectacular. I feel like it's a, like a view of the, vid- of the city I've never seen before. And I think that's sort of cool. Like when you're in the midst of it, like the buildings that you see and even this weird parking garage that's over there. And mm-hmm. just like, it's, it's fun. And looking straight down Maiden Lane over to Union Square is Amazing. Yeah, it's a mm-hmm. trip. I know the city like the back of my hand, but I'm looking around like, I've never seen that angle of that garage. Yeah. Oh, right. What is that cool. place? I haven't seen that before. Such a cool view. Anyway, so here we are, and we're going to, I'm going to give you one of these. This is going to be for Vinny. This one is a, uh, this is about, well, I'll just read it to you. Here we go. Hi, Radio Alice families. 
been listening for years now. I actually got to meet a few of you uh, a few years back at Five Little Monkeys, picking out gifts for charity. Oh, okay. Uh, and as attached a picture, if you'd like to oh, see cool. this guy. Uh, his name is John. This guy. This guy. Oh, there we are. Not a cute pick. Uh-huh. Really cute. Um, Where'd that shirt go? Which shirt? The one you're wearing in that picture. Oh, yeah. It's a uh, cute shirt. No. What'd you throw that away for? You know what? Look at the bottom. It looks like it's ripped. Yeah, but that yeah. still looks good. I don't know, Vin. I, I'll look for it. I, I, it could be one of those things where it gets put in the bottom of a drawer and you never see it again. Mm. All right. That was back in the day when I didn't need... Uh, I have... A, what is it called a lanyard thing for your eyeglasses like yeah. for my readers like I only needed readers I was <sighs> I'm probably 40 in that picture damn it <sighs> the olden days okay so here we go my wife has listened to you since the beginning and I became a fan when I was transplanted to the Bay Area from LA my question is for all the parents but especially Vinny I have two daughters close to your daughter's ages they're eight and four my eight-year-old is inquisitive and asks a ton of questions all the time, which we love. But more recently, she's been asking about how babies are made. Oh. How does that happen? We've told her and her sister that she grew in mommy's belly and that she's half mommy, half daddy. But then the next question was, how am I half daddy if I grew inside mommy? That happened a couple days ago. <laughs> we are given, we've given her more bits and pieces since then and have been talking to other parents and Googling like crazy, but we're also curious to hear what you have done, and if you haven't yet, what are you planning to do? For additional info, my wife and I were clear to each other that we wanted to be equal parents to our kids no matter what gender they are. In other words, we didn't want to leave the talk to mom if they're girls and dad if they're boys, and in particular, my wife said half-joking, don't you go running away and hiding once our daughters get their periods. I'm all in on that, and we try to be, as a matter of fact, about most stuff. In, but this topic in particular is tougher because there's a lot of context that kids lack. You can learn the biology of it, but the feelings and the intimacy of sex and all that follows make it not so straightforward. Anyway, OFOC, John. Well, I would say, first of all, it's a, it's a lofty, it's a good, slightly lofty goal that you're going to equally parent the daughters I, I don't think that's actually possible. There's a lot of things that mom's going to have to help the daughters through. My daughter is now... They won't want your input on right. it. Right. My daughter's now going on 10, and she's showing signs of maturity. There's no other way to word that without being graphic. So there are signs of maturing, including when I hug her, I can feel her little bralettes... And more, by the way. So there's more signs of maturity, and I and I'm. You're getting to the privacy years, man. Yeah, we're getting there. So what I would say is, I, I think that there are absolutely books designed specifically for this subject, so that you can help them understand without saying. I got mom doggy style on a oh. Thursday night, and then you there you were. Like that's you're a product of doggy style. <laughs> Look it up. Just Google it. I'm gonna I, I gotta go watch a football game. Yeah. I think there are great books out there that you could read together that would help, you know, break that to them. I haven't had to cross that particular but like my youngest who's five now loves dolls. Loves them, loves to be a mommy to the babies and has we bought her this little chair for her birthday and instead it's the, all her dolls it's a bed for all her dolls Aww. this little 
fluffy the chair. The one, it's a beaten baggy kind of one. It's 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 and I'm you know what I even just started Barbie last night the movie yeah and I didn't I don't know I've seen some of the ads and I don't even know yet all of the what's that uh not cameos but. Uh, oh. I, I, like there's a lot of people in this movie cam- from what they, I understand. They are, I would call it. Well, was I it guess, a cameo? It's a cameo. Yeah. Like, is a cameo is specific to you being yourself, a cameo of you, or is it, do you mean like just like a little guest star? There's spot? a lot of stars in this movie Tons. from what I've heard. Yeah. So I'm just saying I haven't even gotten to the point where You'll they've unveiled right. all these characters and people yet. But uh, just the way it starts. In the beginning. There were baby dolls. And then came the one that would change it all. Like, and they kicked the little baby dolls to the curb. I thought that was pretty <laughs> funny, but I right now we're in the baby doll phase, and I've certainly seen her. There's wondering. There's wondering. Mm-hmm. How? Why? When? Where? Right, all these things. I think it's okay to talk to them about it, but I also think it's okay to redirect until you're prepped for it. Right. Because I think you should be prepped. I don't right. think you should... There are a lot of... like. It's very funny how I think at the age of four or five is when you start having your earliest memory. Like as a grown-up, you'll think back on your childhood and your earliest memories are usually four or five. Yes. Like you don't remember being three. You might think you do, but it's really a video you saw of you when you were three and you go, oh, I remember the time I had the story your mom told you about the time when you ate a pack of cigarettes or whatever. Right. Whoa. You ate a pack of cigarettes? I did. What? According to my mother. Didn't you get sick? Yes. And I don't remember it. Oh. Yeah. Ah. That's fun. Anyway. Well. (laughs) um, Cigarettes. They're just everywhere back in the day. Delicious. (laughs) Uh, anyway, I think that you can get books that will help you yes. sort of break this news to them. You can read the book together. Pre-read the book. I'm gonna. Can I just interject here really yeah. quickly? Because that is the way. Mm-hmm. Get the book, but pre-read it. Because I sat down with a boy on either side of me in one of their beds, and I opened the book all about your body and shit like that, I mm-hmm. think is the title of it. I don't know the title of the book, but as we were reading it, I was so glad I was not looking at their faces or they couldn't see my face because I would. T- I turned and there's a guy putting it in the girl and they're putting it in together. This is how it happens. And the boys are like, "Oh, look at that! Well, like, I'm, oh, I see. There's a there's a slot and there's a place to put." And I'm and I'm like this, <gasps> like, what page have I turned to? What fresh hell is this? So pre-read. Back to you. Well, no, I think you have a lot to share, probably more than me, because I haven't really dealt with it yet. But I do think a book is the way. I also have talked to my da- both my daughters since they were born. I've repeatedly told them their their bodies are miracles. Like the human body, we can be so hard on ourselves. I'm fat. I don't run as fast as I want to. But in in reality, we're miracles. Everything about our bodies, our hands, and these are the best tools you're ever going to get. Be careful with them. You know what I mean? Like, yes. there's a lot about your body that you can look at and and be just. Things we take for granted. But yep. you're right. Your hands, I mean, geez, Louise, pick everything with these things. So I've been sort of talking to them Love about it. that forever, to be grateful, to be careful. Yep. Don't stick that finger anywhere unsafe. You want that finger. 
for all your years. Mm-hmm. Don't play with knives around your fingers, Brittany. <laughs> yeah, Brittany. Oh, my God. Somebody needs to step in and tell her. Well, I think you're just the person to do it. I'm not going to. You know what you should I do? do it. I, I Believe me, I have thoughts on what she should do, but she doesn't want to hear from me. Anyway, I, I'm stoked I for I you, and I'm her. stoked for me. Yeah. It's fun. To, it's hard, and I'm in over my head, but it's also super fun. I also think that if you – when you answer a question, if somebody asks you a direct question, answer it directly, honestly, and m- medically. Like, don't make funny names for things. Say what happens, and then stop talking. Like, it's nerve-wracking – but give them something to chew on and then stop talking. If they ask directly, I, I always said, if you ask me directly, if you ask me, I will tell you the truth. And then, but that's it. We're not going to have long conversations about, you know, what mom and dad are doing. I'm not going to tell you about that. Look it up. It's on the <laughs> internet. I think that's really impressive that you found the period. Good job. Well, and you know me. That's hard. I just said that. Yes. I do know you. I'm surprised you found a period. I I did my, well, you know what the best time to talk to my kids was? Driving. Mm. They're in the back and they're together. And then, and I'm not face, like we're not face to face. I didn't have to make eye contact, whatever. So I would give them some nugget. One of them would ask the question and I would tell them in graphic detail what that was. Yes, (laughs) what that is, is this. And then there'd be silence for a while. Uh Just the music going. And then they'd start talking about it. And it was awesome. <sighs> My kids are really close in age, though, Ben. What happened with Derek? Um, Derek never asked me about that. Oh, well, his friends at school were telling him everything. Probably, all yeah. His info. He doesn't seem that active. I mean, I know what? that he's... He I thought you said he has a, a girlfriend. Time. He's had a girlfriend, and now he has um, somebody he seems to be dating, but he probably took a two- or three-year break oh. between this one now and the current or the previous one. Uh, and I was actually encouraging him to get out there and, you know. Have some fun. Yeah. Have some live your Be, 20s, son. Yeah, but he's more about hanging out with his friends. Mm. Uh, so he's not, he doesn't seem like he's all that driven by girls, which is a surprise to me because I really was. John always says that too. He's like, I was so motivated by chicks as a as a young man. Like it's just it's so foreign to him that the kids are just, they're well, just not motivated the same way. I think that that is a really good thing in that being a horny little boy like mm-hmm. I was, was that's where some of like I learned your misadventures came in. Yeah. I mean that we've talked about this before, you know, I didn't, no one talked to me. So I thought that I would kiss and, t- and then reach for a boob. And then when the boob was, when my hand was swatted away, but she kept kissing me, I thought I just didn't kiss long enough. I'll kiss for five more minutes and try again. I, I'm, I'm not stoked about that. You know, that's the kind of thing that you look back on now and you go, that's what girls are talking about. Mm. But, but I was 12. Gonna, right, exactly. And <laughs> you're just learning this stuff. And even the girl doesn't. Sometimes girls do more than they want to because no one told them that they can just say no to that so and insist on that. I, I'm glad that people are, are going slower and not being in a rush. But I like one of my best friends, his son, he's like, I don't... I, I'm starting to think he's gay. And I'm like, okay, whatever, right? And he goes, yeah, but I don't even see him looking at boys. Like it's, he goes, we're at the beach sitting on towels 
and the hottest chick is right next to us, laying there in a tiny little bikini. Oh. And my boy doesn't even notice her. What's he doing? Is he on his phone? No, he's just sitting there. <laughs> he's like, I is can't. He watching the dudes play volleyball? I can't figure <laughs> out. Well, he, it turns out he does like girls. Uh-huh. And he now, in, in college, has a little girlfriend. Oh. He was just super shy or incapable of having game. I don't know what it, I mean, that's to me, I think maybe that's it. Like they don't want to, they're afraid to be embarrassed and they don't want to try. Maybe. And I walked, you know, head first into the embarrassment. Right. Hey, Oops, do you I wanna, tripped. Can you help me up? Do you want to? And, and that's, you know. What's that long thing? That's. Oops. <laughs> I think where these kids are really occupied because they have so many options. Yep. Um, and on top of like, I don't know how I don't. I think you mean Derek like porn options too because I was thinking that in general, just the internet at your fingertips to YouTube. learn. Yeah, to learn about sex, to learn about what does this penis do, what does a vagina do, what are the, why is it a girl different from a boy, and how are they? Anything right. is accessible. Yep. So easily. We had to go to the library and find the encyclopedia or the whatever book. The that, science book. It's so, right, so sure. much more work right. that we had to navigate through. These kids have everything. Everything. We just went through a thing. Don't ever mention this to her. Okay. We went through a thing at home where... So my daughter has a health challenge. And that health challenge comes with... It's, it's unfortunately, she's had to go to the hospital a couple times and she's had to face her mortality a little bit way more than any kid her age has had to right or should have to so it's it's something that we work with her on and we she gets the medicine she needs and we're taking care of her but recently she started to have some anxiety and it's because she's had to deal with real life problems that kids don't and she uses Google. Mm. And she was Googling things. And she's like, I need to go to the doctor. I have asthma. And I go, no, you don't. And she goes, no, I looked it up. And, and I have asthma. And I go, what do you mean you have asthma? Oh, I can't. I'm having trouble. I can't get a full breath of air. And it's anxiety. Mm-hmm. But she looked it up. Mm. And Google told her she's got asthma. So she's like, I got to go to the doctor because I got to get some some asthma medicine. And it's just this, the, out of context, the internet can really cause you more trouble than, than help. But you also have good information available to you as well. So right. parents have to be on that. Like we realized, and we've talked to her since, and we're like, look, you can't. We'll take you to the doctor when you need to go. But you no longer are allowed to Google your symptoms. Don't Google symptoms. You know, that's funny. I, I feel like that's a a conversation that a lot of families are having these days because Riley is a hypochondriac. Any little thing, and he's looked it up and he's convinced he has this obscure fucking Brazilian <laughs> disease that is... Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. We're for sure not on the air, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's <laughs> well, no, not. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there have been a few cuss words already. Didn't oh, there have? Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Who did them? Sarah, mostly. Oh, oh yeah. You notice, Alex? Yeah, I did. I, I just heard Vinny say doggy style and, you know. Oh, that's, oh, that's, 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 that's okay. That's 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 I know, but I wanted to bring it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Good job. Okay. <laughs> Way to circle back. Okay. <laughs> but I think that that is a conversation that people do have. And I would just say, in general, parents should converse with their kids about 
the internet, yes, there's so much correct, good, solid information on there mixed in with the bull and the speculation and the opinions and the, I mean, honestly, have someone help you sort with that and don't Google your own symptoms. Go to the doctor. Yeah, I mean, we in to finish the story. I took her to the doctor, and the doctor, Doctor Jill, was wonderful. And is this her pediatrician? She's had this her is whole just life? her regular doctor. Yeah, this isn't the doctor that she goes to for her IBD. Her regular doctor was like, "Okay, let me check you out," and looked her over and was like, "Okay, so you don't have asthma, and what I think we have is you have had to deal with some adult problems that." your little brain can't get around and it's okay. And what's happening to you is natural and a, and a real reaction to, and she talked to her about anxiety and that, you know, that, that sort of clench that, that chest tightness is a reaction you're having a physical reaction. You're having to something mental. Right. And that's something that we need to work on. So she's got a little counselor now and we're working through things that, I want her to have tools, and I got the Calm. I was joking about the Calm app, although I did use it this morning. Um, but I got. I wondered the, if you actually. I use. I well, I got it for her. Oh, okay. And then I got a version of it, so I have it with me when I'm with her. So if she needs it, I can play something for her. But it's one of those things that I I was like, yeah, I could use that too. You know what I think is great about that story, and that people in general, I think we're moving toward this, is that you acknowledged. That her brain and body were having different reactions to different things. Mm-hmm. You found her someone to talk to about it. You made it seem completely normal. And she is now in the process of learning how to share feelings usefully with a person who's trained to help her find ways to cope with those in life. Like, I I actually think that the having conversations about mental health are maybe the most important thing that's happened in the last 20 years. Like... I have a relative who needed this and is a ruined person because of the inattention that was given to her quite obvious mental health issues Mm. her entire life. She's she will never be a woman in full. She will never have a full life. And and I don't know that she would have if there had been intervention, but it was not just not addressed it was denied, it poo-pooed, you're fine, buck up, stop right. it with that. Well, that's old school behavior it's for sure. Just And there's a person who's, <laughs> and I just love that now your daughter tells you this thing and you have this convo and the doctor says, here's what I think's happening and let's have you talk to someone about it. Mm-hmm. She's learning all these fucking skills. I think it's great. And yeah, and I, you know, I... I think it could go the other way. And I've mentioned this before. Like what, where is the line between snap, snap out of it. Right. You have, there are things in this world you have to do to be productive. And, and then, and then there's, okay, this, you do need to take a break. Right. Let's go breathe. Right. So I think there's both and it's hard to gauge which one is which, but I, I hate the idea that someone might be using that as a cop out. And that becomes a problem for... That's its own thing, that's right. That's its own deal where they go, hey, everyone will give me a break if I just say, okay, do you right. really need a break, though? 
or are you just too lazy to do the thing? You know, it is. To, yeah, I see you. I it's uh, we're getting to wrap it up. Oh. We were going to just yeah. do a short little thing and make sure everything worked, but it turned out to be pretty fun. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. bye everyone. Okay, bye. Okay. Uh, and I'm sure that people are going to be yelling at us about the stuff. We did get pretty far off the topic. Uh, oh, what was the topic again? It was about sex. Ed oh, about with teaching the, the kids. Yeah, yeah. teaching mm-hmm. the kids and stuff. But invite I, them in to watch you and your wife. Yeah, they'll be able to show them show. everything, yeah. and right. it'll be fine. Here's the position we were in when we made you. Uh huh. And here's for your sister. I've learned so much from you guys on the show. Oh, you're welcome. I can't wait Alex. to. Sure. And when I put this stuff in your mom's throat, it's just fun. Yeah, yeah that's just that's for fun. No babies come right. out of the throat. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Or her butt, but throat, butt, all that. Yep. She reminds me of that story I think Vinny reported on one time where um, the parent, the mom, like, helps the boy learn with demonstrations. What? Yeah. Was like, this a mother? Was this a I porn? don't even remember I that this story. Is a, this is a mother-son porn that yeah, you watched. You no, it was YouTube. not a porn. It was just a story that <laughs> it was he a stepsister read. thing. Or, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, stuck in the, the washing machine. Yeah, stuck yeah, in the washing the machine. Laundry. Yeah, yeah stories. Okay. Oh boy, it's all right. definitely a real thing. Okay. It's happened before. I don't think so, though. Uh, uh, okay, you remember nothing, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> you remember your own stories. You report. I do remember very things very inconveniently for other people, though. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, oh, Brynette Radio Dot com. Dot com. The end.